0: Cientista político Arthur Braga, comenta e debate sobre os acontecimentos políticos dos Estados Unidos, Brasil e do mundo. Todas as sextas-feiras aqui, no Brazilian Times. Boa tarde, boa tarde para toda a comunidade brasileira, se ligando aqui no Politcast hoje, né? Eu sou Arthur Braga e você está aqui, acompanhando via página do Brazilian Times, no Facebook, no Instagram, no YouTube, né? Ah, justamente a nossa live aqui que a gente faz e trazendo sempre assuntos políticos, trazendo sempre o que há de novidade, ah, tanto no Brasil, nos Estados Unidos, no mundo, né? A gente traz essas novidades e trazemos também opinião, né? Então você que está chegando agora, acompanhe aqui junto com a gente, é, faz um compartilhamento, faz o um share ali para os grupos, para poder dar essa força para a gente. E eu estou com uma pessoa muito especial hoje, hoje é dia de entrevista, tá, pessoal? Então você que é da região de Massachusetts, você que é da região de É, tá? Fica ligado aqui nessa entrevista, porque nós estamos entrevistando hoje Fred Capone. Olá. <risos> Welcome, Fred. Obrigado por ter vindo. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. É, é, eu vou fazer essa tradução, tá, gente, simultânea para vocês. E o Fred, ele é, Mr. Capone, ele é o um candidato para prefeito da cidade de Everett, né? Então, Mr. Capone, I'm just introducing you. Uh, telling that you are uh, candidate for Everett, right? And I just want to start with uh, my first question. ok? Sure. Então vamos começar com a primeira pergunta. A primeira a relação é a seguinte: é se o, o candidato, se ele conhece, né, a, a nossa comunidade brasileira, se ele sabe uh, a importância que os brasileiros têm na cidade de Everett, né? Então, my first question is. Um, you grew up in Everett, right? So do you know the Brazilian community? Have you, have you seen how they work in Everett and what's the impact they have in the city of Everett?
1: Absolutely. Uh, the first thing I can say is that uh, I, it's a huge part of our, our, our neighborhoods and uh, the Brazilian community are wonderful, warm, welcoming people and they work very hard and we have a lot of businesses in our city.
0: Então ele disse que a primeira parte de dizer que é uma parte muito grande da comunidade brasileira na cidade de Everett, né? Que é uma comunidade que é muito carinhosa, é uma cidade incrível, uma comunidade incrível e também trabalhadora, né? Então tem esse conhecimento a respeito da cidade. Agora, quando vem o plano de ser esse candidato, de ser essa pessoa para a cidade de de average, né? de onde é que veio essa necessidade para sair nessa candidatura? Como é que veio a ideia de sair candidato? Just my next question is, when it comes to run for election, how did this idea come from?
1: So, I actually got involved with public service through my grandmother. So, when I was very young, Uh, I saw her active in a lot of clubs and organizations in the city and it inspired me. I ran for office back in 1989 was the first time Mm -hmm. I was in my early twenties and it was for the common council. At that time we had two branches and I was successful in it and I ran five terms and uh, I did not run for a six term because my son was born and I felt that at that time I should I wanted to be a dad and I, I, w- I wanted to be as good a dad as yeah. I could. And that's one of the other things about the Brazilian uh, community family is very important. And, um, and, uh, I know that that's central, uh, and it is to me as well. And so I stepped away from politics. And then, uh, 14 years later, I ran again, my kids were older and <laughs> I ran again and I've been in office for the past eight years.
0: Perfeito. Uh, então ele comentou o seguinte, gente, uh, que ele primeiro se envolveu com serviços públicos por conta da avó, né? A avó era muito ativa na cidade aqui de Everett, e a primeira vez que ele concorreu para um cargo público foi em 1989, né? quando tinha 20 e poucos anos, ganhou cinco vezes para esse cargo. Mas aí o filho nasceu, E quando o filho nasceu, quis dar mais tempo para a família. E isso é uma outra coisa que referencia muito a nossa comunidade brasileira, que é a família em si, né? Fala muito sobre a gente, o quão importante é. Ah, e depois que os filhos cresceram, passaram todos esses anos, né? Ah, acabou voltando agora a conseguir concorrer mais uma vez e trazer de volta é, esse plano. Uh, vamos perguntar a respeito da carteira de motorista, porque a carteira de motorista é um ponto muito importante para nós, e vamos saber a opinião do Fred Capone se tem alguma relação com a nossa carteira. A gente se entende como o prefeito ele é, é, é limitado, mas tem opinião a respeito disso. Vamos saber qual que é. Uh, Fred, my next question is about uh, driver license for immigrants. Uh-huh. So, we live in a state that's very uh, liberal in a state that should have uh, immigrants driving legally with their, their, their driver license. Unfortunately, the state houses still haven't come with something uh, that that has passed, and so we have a lot of people driving without any kind of permission, or, but they still drive because it's uh, basically uh, a basic need that right. everyone has to do it. Uh, we know as a mayor, you don't have the power to go there and give driver license to people, but you still have a voice and a strong mm-hmm. voice. If you become mayor of Everett, what would be uh, your action? Could you talk to, what's your position? Do you think that the uh, immigrants, they should have Uh, driver license, do you think that's something that would change, uh, the way that Everett police and the whole situation is, uh, it's live right now. Right,
1: right. right. It's, uh, you know, as you mentioned, driving is a, a transportation is a basic need and you can't go to work. You can't provide for yourself and your family unless you can get from point A to point B and public transportation doesn't always satisfy that need. So there are going to be those gaps and people are going to find a way anyway. So if, if we are in a program where we instruct everyone how to drive, they learn the rules of the road and get them a driver's license so they can do it legally and safely, Mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing we should be doing because one way or another, People are going to drive. they going to drive, right? That's <risos> the
0: whole point. <risos> ele diz o seguinte, gente, transporte é algo básico, né? É algo que nós todos precisamos para poder ir e vir, para poder trabalhar também, né? É algo para poder prover para nossas famílias. Então, encontrar uma maneira de poder fazer isso com que seja uma maneira legal e um programa que as pessoas aprendam a dirigir nas regras da cidade, nas regras da maneira é, correta, é algo que ele vai dar suporte caso a venha a se tornar é, prefeito da cidade de Everett. É, vamos fazer um pedido para ele aqui. A gente tem a Broadway de Everett, quase que uma, 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 um pedacinho do Brasil, né? A gente já tem isso bem comum na nossa mente, né? Seria esse pedacinho do Brasil. Uh, será que, se a gente pedir para ele, caso ele venha a se tornar é, prefeito da cidade, a gente não consegue trocar aquele nome daquela rua, hein, para apelidar ela pelo menos para Lira, o Brasil? Vamos ver o que, que, que a gente consegue fazer. Só so, was asking uh i was talking to people and that's my next question is about broadway uh of course uh it has a a comic side on that but who knows right so i'm about to ask you something sure. broadway is well known for uh, having a hispanic community that's huge uh, a brazilian community that's also pretty big and we have a little brazil street in, in new york it's oh, called yeah okay. it's called little brazil over there Ah, uh, we gonna ask you that after we win the election, alright? Can we ask you to change that name to Little Brazil instead of brother? Part of it?
1: You know what we'll do? <risos> we'll, we'll open it up to public opinion. And let public let everyone great. Speak on it. Great.
0: Love the answer. Love the A ah, gente pode colocar para abertura da opinião pública e ver o que as pessoas falam? Eu adorei. Para mim já é, o, já, já é o ponto que que eu queria, já. Pelo menos já é um pouquinho ali, quem sabe? Faz uma campanha forte para ter um pequeno Brasil no meio da cidade de Everett. A próxima pergunta é a respeito do conselho da cidade, os vereadores, né? A gente tem um cargo chamado vereador escolar, eu já expliquei inclusive a respeito disso aqui nos Estados Unidos, ele é um cargo separado, ele é basicamente um secretário de educação. Uh, e qual um, um, um brasileiro ocupa esse cargo? né A gente tem um brasileiro fazendo justamente esse cargo. A grande questão aqui é uh, se ele enxerga mais brasileiros vindo e tomando conta dessas situações, mais imigrantes, além da comunidade italiana e irlandesa, que já está aqui há muito tempo. Vamos descobrir. Né? Uh, so, my next question is about. Uh City council, uh, and also we have a school committee that that's Brazilian. He's Brazilian, actually. Yes, Marconi. Uh, Marconi. Yeah. yeah, wonderful uh, guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. He gave me interviews before, and você uh, Marconi. The point is, so we have this Brazilian guy, and do you see more Brazilians like popping up in politics, not just in Everett, but uh, around the, the Massachusetts states as 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 something that. Uh, can become more normal through the time. Because right now we see a lot of Italians and a, a lot of, uh, uh, Irish people because they are older here, they are here for, yeah. for longer, of course. Uh, but you see that coming up more Hispanic people coming out to politics.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. And and I think it should be the way, uh, we're in Everett, we're extremely diverse and we have a lot of different communities. We have a Haitian community. We have the, the, the Brazilian community. We have uh, the Spanish community, uh, the Latinas. um, there are so many. And you know, your elected officials should reflect your residents. So not only do, do I think that it is probably gonna happen, I think it should, I think it's a beneficial thing. I think that everybody should have a voice in, in their city government. The city belongs to all of us. And I think the only way to properly be represented is to have someone who can really speak for you. And uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not Brazilian or, or Spanish, but if I am elected mayor, I will have an open door and an open ear policy and I want to hear from every single one of our residents about what issues are important to them, because like I said, it belongs to all of us.
0: Então, a resposta dele é a seguinte, gente. Sim, eu acho que deveria é, ser mais, mais brasileiros e tem que acontecer de ter mais brasileiros. Em Everett tinha uma cidade muito diversa, né? É, tem muitos haitianos, nós temos latinos, temos brasileiros e seus políticos deveriam sim refletir uh, a sua comunidade, né? A cidade pertence ao cidadão. Né? Inclusive esse é o nome é, ao, A quem reside, o residente ali é, Ele não é brasileiro, né? ele diz Eu não sou brasileiro, é, nem hispânico Mas se eu for eleito prefeito de Everett Eu vou dar espaço sim uh, Para essas pessoas darem sua opinião E colocarem para frente o que elas desejam Nesse ponto né? Uh, Eu vou perguntar uma coisa uh, Tem uma frase que eu gosto muito do prefeito Brian Arrigo uh, Quando eu entrevistei ele, ele falou o seguinte Ele disse que o trabalho do prefeito É tirar lixo É, e trampar asfalto. That, that, esse, isso foi o que ele falou na época. Eu achei muito interessante, né? Porque é para não entrar naquelas questões governamentais, nacionais, etc., ele colocou essa frase. É, e ele tem levado o trabalho dele de uma maneira excepcional até então, e, e justamente com esse ponto. Né? Vamos ver qual que é a opinião do prefeito. Será que a cidade ela tem que se envolver em questões nacionais? Por exemplo, colocar uma bandeira gigante de Black Lives Matter ou colocar uh, uma bandeira de movimentos sociais etc. Nas, nas prefeituras? Vamos ver qual é a opinião. Alright, the next one is a hot one. Okay, <laughs> okay we're here. Um, so I was uh, talking about Brian Arrigo, the mayor of Revere, which is a good friend, a great mayor. And when the first time I interviewed him, he, he mentioned something that was very interesting because I was asking him uh, before he becomes mayor, I was asking him, hey, Brian, uh, let me know about your position. Are you a Democrat and Republican when it comes to ideas or more tendency for you know conservative thoughts or for uh, liberal thoughts? And he was like, I think as a mayor, I, I don't have a say to that. As a mayor, my, my job is to clean the streets and, and fix the asphalt. That's that's, that's my job is. I don't have to deal with those things if i want to deal with that i'm going to run for 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 the, the house uh as a representative and i thought that very sma- that was very smart that was a good good answer and i see some cities uh like cambridge uh where the mayors they become very very political active even somerville was very very political active when it comes to national uh questions and that brings up culture sure. and when we Mixed with culture, it brings hate, it brings love, it brings everything together. So you see some city halls that has huge signs of Black Lives Matter or LG- LGBTQ uh, plus signs or, or other, you know, mm-hmm. social movements. Uh, are you planning to put Everett as a reference for those movements or are you planning to play a little more uh, neutral when it comes to show in the city and, and uh, their citizenships, citizens, sorry, uh, what they are uh, what, the, what 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 to expect from the city right
1: right right well what i would say is the the important role that i can play as a mayor because everyone has their own opinion mm-hmm. and not every opinion matches that of their neighbor uh but from the role as a mayor the the face and and the head of a city what i would put out there is a message that everyone is welcome and everyone should feel safe And there is plenty of room for different opinions and uh, different uh, lifestyles and different decisions. And, you know, we are all part of that community and we have to live together in harmony and we need to respect one another and we need to be helpful to one another. So I would be saying that uh, regardless of what other people might think. And, and you're right, you know, the nuts and bolts of it are cleaning the streets and providing the services. (laughs) And that's really the core function of government, but built into it is also letting every single resident know that their voice matters, that their opinion matters, that if they have something to say, I want to hear it. And that Everett is a safe place for everyone.
0: All right. The question is, can we expect a huge Black Lives Matter flag?
1: If we have folks in our neighborhood who, uh, who have an issue and they want to do that, we can do that. We can express everyone's opinions.
0: Perfeito. Uh, então eu diria que o papel importante é, como prefeito que, que eu tenho, né, fazendo a tradução, uh, seria justamente ser a cara dessa cidade, né? É uma cara da cidade. É, todos são bem-vindos e todos deveriam se sentir seguros na cidade de Everett. Uh, tem opinião para todos, cada um com sua opinião diferente, e todos somos parte dessa mesma comunidade. É, limpar as ruas e prover os serviços básicos, com certeza, é, é uma parte importante. E escutar a voz do cidadão, de quem que está morando ali, do residente da cidade é algo importante. Eu perguntei se nós vamos ter a bandeira é, grande da cidade. Ele disse: se for algo que a cidade queira, é algo que nós, que nós faremos. Então, tudo vem do povo. Everything comes from the people, right? Absolutely. That's, that's the whole point. Let me make another one Portuguese first, then I'm sure. gonna translate that. Uh, a parte importante da nossa cidade gente, da, aqui, aqui nos Estados Unidos Da nossa vida né, como é, imigrantes É aquela certeza da segurança pública né? Nós temos certeza uh, Com relação a andar com um iPhone A poder utilizar relógios E etc na rua Nós sabemos que no Brasil não tem essa mesma possibilidade A violência não permite isso Porém, em Everett e Somerville e algumas outras cidades, elas se tornaram padrões muito grandes de violência e focos né? de violência. Nós tivemos o primeiro comando de Massachusetts que foi desmantelado é, na cidade de Everett, inclusive. Então vamos ver quais são os planos de segurança pública por parte é, do prefeito nessas indicações para tentar resolver justamente esse uso de drogas e esse problema que assola a nossa comunidade, sendo uma comunidade tão tão característicamente, vamos dizer assim, uh, mais conservadora brasileira do que uh, uma outra proposta, né? Vamos ver como é qualquer resposta. Alright, another tough one. Okay. <risos> um, so basically i was telling the difference between united states and brazil when it comes to walk in the streets using cell phones or using you know uh, jewelry or anything but we can't do that in brazil because it's too dangerous people gonna gonna steal you if you do that and that's the main difference that we feel when we come to america and you you can walk with your phone and you you can be sure that it won't be uh dead (laughs) (laughs) that you're gonna uh, walk away with that uh so that's something very important to us however through the time, we have people here for 30 years, 20 years, five years, one year that are coming. And they saw the change. They saw the change. And basically, there are a few cities, as Somerville and Everett and other cities, that the violence uh, kind of sp- spoke up. Uh, so we had a group called First. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a criminal group called, uh, the best translation would be First Command of Massachusetts, which which is uh an arm of big... Uh, crime group in Brazil, and okay. they were arrested. In, in average, more than 20 people. They were doing all kinds of, you know, crimes mm-hmm. and everything else. And all Brazilians uh, over there. uh So we see that happening. We see that happening in some review as well. People getting shot on the street and and drugs. For us, for Brazilians, it's a little. We are a little further away than than Americans when it come when it comes to that. Uh, over here, I, there's a lot of drugs. That that for us, it's extremely wrong. But over here, it's kind of. Eh, that, that's all right. So we're still getting used to it. Okay. Um, as a mayor, you have uh, some some power over the police and you have some power of decisions of uh, safety and security for the city. Yes. What is the plan to hold everything together and put the city again in something that's safe? Uh, because we know that there's some money that has to be spent on that. But sure. what, is, what is the plan?
1: Well, first, let me say, I'm not okay with drugs. (laughs) So (laughs) I would be more akin to, to, uh, the Brazilian community. And I think that at the very foundation, people have to feel safe in their community because everything builds on that. And if you don't feel safe, you can't really talk about community. You can't talk about building bridges. You can't talk about commerce. You can't talk about education. You can't talk about services. So Uh, I am very big with public safety and we've, we've had an issue in Everett with the fire department Mm -hmm. where the numbers have dropped dramatically while we've got all this construction going on. We lost over 30 members and we didn't rehire. So that's a huge deficit that creates a lot of public safety on the fire end. But to speak more directly to your question, one of the things that I want to do is I want to put more police offices into our neighborhoods walking the streets, getting to know our residents better so that they can open up dialogue, establish trust, help our residents, help our police department, make it a safer community. And I think that that's job one. You need to have a safe community and you need to have trust and confidence in your local leaders. And if you don't have those two things, you really don't have a community.
0: Então, ele falou que combina mais, inclusive, não concorda com as drogas, combina mais, inclusive, com a questão da, da comunidade brasileira. Né? É lógico que eu não estou generalizando, tá, gente? A gente fala aqui em um geral da nossa comunidade, né? É, e combina mais com essa comunidade. Uh, ele espera que as pessoas estejam seguras nas ruas, né? Que elas tenham se, segurança, né? que a comunidade toda possa é, usufruir de serviços públicos, de educação, de trabalhos, uh, de uma maneira que todo mundo se sinta seguro a respeito disso. Inclusive, ele falou sobre um problema do departamento de bombeiros, né? Onde mais de 30 pessoas Pessoas saíram do departamento, se aposentaram, outros motivos. E quer contratar mais. Mas voltando para a pergunta principal, a ideia da polícia ser recontratada, ter mais gente trabalhando, mais policiais na rua, para justamente que as pessoas consigam é, fazer com que, com que as pessoas tenham confiança nesses policiais e tenham confiança também ali nos seus é, líderes, né para quem está por trás justamente dessa situação. Uh, a próxima pergunta tem a ver com essa parte ainda de drogas. né Porque existe um movimento bem forte no Estado uh, para fazer esses centros assistidos de drogas. Onde a pessoa ela vai nesse centro, ela re- pega um pequeno pedaço dessa, é, dessa droga e um médico e um policial acompanham nessa situação. e Inclusive, era um dos planos de candidatos aqui para a cidade de Summerville. E como, como é que vê essa situação? Será que é possível fazer isso ou é um grande erro? Qual seria a opinião do Fred Capone? Vamos saber. Alright, the next one is still on Drugs. All right? okay. <laughs> um, we heard some plans from some, uh, candidates, not just in Summerville but other cities as well of doing, uh, what they call a drug use, uh, assisted by, by a doctor and also by a police officer. So but small place where the person goes there and they uh, get the injection that they need of whatever drug they need. And I have seen this, uh, working someplace not working other places well, anyways. So that's the idea. Sure. And we saw that idea coming, popular for some candidates. Sure. Um, uh, however, I also saw it going very wrong. So yeah. <laughs> big, yeah. big, big problem. Uh, what's your opinion about that?
1: I, I've I've read about that in some of, uh, that some of it was kind of on the cutting edge of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, to the point in and, and just the balance on the question, it's very controversial. Uh, you know, people are if people are using drugs, they're going to use them. You know, whether you provide a safe avenue or you don't, Um, I would have to look into that. I think that that would be something that, um, you know, I don't know what the public opinion would be on that. But let me answer it this way. As opposed to providing a safe location to do that, I would rather put our resources and our efforts and our services to help people cope with their addiction problems and try to help them find a way out of it. That's where I would put more of my focus on. But like everything else, I do believe you need to listen to all of your residents and hear what they have to say. My own personal opinion, we have, um, we have quite a few people in Everett dealing with addiction issues. It's a very serious problem, not only in Everett, but everywhere. But as the mayor of Everett, I would commit resources and services to try to help those individuals. And I know that it's not as easy as here we are, let's help you, Uh, you have to be there when the individual is ready to receive help and they're not always ready to receive help. So from my point of view as a city, we need to be there whenever, so when the opportunity is right and the individual is ready to accept help, that we're there to provide it.
0: Perfect. Uh, so, na verdade eu estava lendo sobre isso em Summerville, né, e ele acha uma questão muito balanceada, muito polêmica, né, tem dois lados, é muito controversa, uh, se as pessoas estão usando drogas, elas vão usar drogas, né? deixa eu responder de uma, uma, uma forma onde eu consiga ter uma melhor posição, né, segundo ele. ele prefere colocar o dinheiro da cidade em um local onde a pessoa consiga se tratar, né, achar uma forma de de tratamento e colocar justamente esse tratamento para funcionar lá, ele acredita que se houver residência, tiver demanda em Everett, porque Everett tem problemas com drogas, né, admite problemas com drogas os recursos serão colocados, não é uma tarefa fácil, porque afinal de contas você tem que ter ali pessoas e indivíduos que estejam precisando receber naquele momento e naquele momento receberão a sua ajuda, né? então é um comprometimento justamente por parte do candidato a esse ponto Próximo ponto que nós vamos falar agora é cassino. Cassino (risos) é uma coisa grande em Everett porque nós temos o cassino de Everett com muitas promessas do que foi feito, né? O Encore, né? Cassino. E para quem não é da região, é um cassino gigantesco que tem na região e acaba deixando o trânsito transtornado, acaba deixando a situação também de jogo um pouco diferente dentro da cidade e muita promessa de muito dinheiro que chegaria para a cidade. O principal candidato contrário ao senhor Capone é justamente o atual prefeito Carlos de Maria e vamos ver como é que ele enxergou se ele tem acompanhado esses repasses de dinheiro se realmente tem sido feito algo uh, com todo respeito ao atual prefeito né uh, com esse valor ou se está tendo alguma coisa diferente na cidade de Everett porque você que é de Everett está sentindo a diferença né so my next question is about the casino right in Clark Casino and I was in the news before, way before the the, they start to talk about the casino and they came in and there was a bunch of good sides and bad sides, a bunch of things. But the, the biggest point was they're going to bring a lot of money. Yep. They're going to bring money to public service and going to be great for every citizen. They're mm-hmm. going to be a great thing. Mm-hmm. However, um, I, I, I do a lot of business in, in Everett and I haven't seen that much of a change since they come over here besides the traffic. Now yep. we have <laughs> the, test ta- <laughs> that, uh, terrible traffic problem over there. So my question is your opponent right now, it's the, the mayor of Everett, Correct. which is Carlos Di Maria. Yep. Um, have you seen the paperwork? Have you seen what's public uh, when it comes to money that's supposed to come from the casino to pay bills in the city of Everett? Is Carlos, respect uh, with all the respect, of course, sure. uh, is Carlos doing his job when it has to be done, when it comes to the money that was supposed to come from the casino and be applied to the city?
1: Well, the revenue is there and, um, with regards to the casino, they're here and they're a neighbor and they're a good neighbor in many ways. But I think that there's a lot of things that our current mayor has kind of dropped the ball on with the casino at the very outset. We'll start there and then we'll go to the the rest of it. So at the outset, we have a host agreement and that's negotiated between the city and the casino as to what they can do to help our community. And our mayor negotiated a $30 million payment, broken out over a three year period. Now I'm not sneezing at $30 million, but uh, there was an opportunity to, all of our infrastructure for our public safety needs to be replenished. It's, it's gone its useful age and we need to replenish that. We need equipment, service. What he should have negotiated is he should have negotiated a combination fire station, police station, down in the area where the casino is going to be, and we would need equipment and we would need vehicles. And you would explain to the casino that it's in their best interest because they're putting a billion dollar investment and we're not capable or equipped to handle the the protection of that with our current level of services. So had they put in that new station with the equipment and with the vehicles, it would probably have worked out to be a benefit to our community of about 130 million dollars and it would have not only benefited our community we could have said help us protect you and protect your investment so i saw that as a golden opportunity that's been lost so our mayor negotiated in his rush to get a casino into our city accepted a 30 million dollar investment when it could have been a much larger 130 million dollar investment and now the need for these buildings are going to be on the burden of our taxpayers and on our residents. So that's up front. And then the ongoing issue is that we get a a revenue stream of about $30 million a year. And I think the residents of our community thought that their quality of life was going to increase and that their taxes were going to come down and the cost of living was going to increase and it should have, and it hasn't. And that's one of the biggest issues that I have with our current mayor, is that there is a way to use this new stream of revenue to actually improve the quality of life for our residents, and he's not getting that job done. And that's what I want to do.
0: Perfect. Um, vamos traduzir. Let's translate. <laughs> Bom, o lucro tá lá, né? O lucro do cassino está lá. E além do cassino, também a gente tem que dizer que eles são bons vizinhos, né? Eles estão na comunidade. É, ele só acha que o prefeito deixou cair a bola algumas vezes, o prefeito atual ali de Everett. Né? Uh, existe ali justamente um contrato para deixar o cassino na cidade de Everett, e, com pontos inclusive do que deveria ser ajudado dentro da comunidade. Uh, o contrato ele foi um contrato de 30 milhões de dólares, né, pago durante três anos. Porém, tinha uma, uma oportunidade de fazer algo muito maior, muito melhor, o que, na opinião do Fred, seria algo que uh, poderia ter sido feito com maiores valores e também com um tempo maior se o prefeito não tivesse com tanta pressa para conseguir fechar esse, esse deal. Né? Deveria ter colocado um departamento de polícia, um departamento de, uh, de bombeiros ali, juntos da, da, desse prédio, que é um prédio de um bilhão de dólares. Né? Então, um prédio muito grande. Uh, e, no fim das contas, vai acabar saindo do bolso do pagador de impostos essa história. Então, as pessoas, elas tinham ali a ideia de que ter, teriam muitos benefícios com o cassino, Que entraria justamente ali dinheiro para poder abaixar os impostos é, das pessoas, melhorar a qualidade de vida e dos serviços. E não é isso que nós temos feito. Ele acha que o, o, a pressa do prefeito foi o um grande erro, né? Então, esse 30 milhões de dólares poderia ter sido 130 milhões de dólares. É, e acabou que não vai ser. Então, infelizmente, isso aí vai, se acabar, vai acabar saindo dos pagadores é, de impostos. Mas como prefeito, vamos tentar reverter essa situação. Ah, vamos falar ainda do cassino, porque a gente fala com relação a trânsito. O trânsito ali realmente é uma questão muito. É, não só na região do cassino, mas também em outras regiões, até na Broadway mesmo que nós já, já comentamos É algo que mexe com muita gente na, na, na cidade, né? Um, e encaminhando para esse final, quero saber um pouquinho mais sobre o que pode ser feito para solucionar esse problema Ok, we are rolling and getting to an end pretty soon But I have still have one more question sure. uh, about traffic Because we have something that's crazy when it comes to the casino area of course. Yep. And also, uh, I mean, some some lights over there that are I, nobody knows the reason most. Probably there's a reason for that, but it, it wasn't publicized. So a lot of people get frustrated because they don't get why those so many, so many lights in a, such a small area with a, such a, a infrastructure uh, around it. So I'm pretty sure an engineer someone uh, make the math and, and say, that, OK, we need that many lights over there. However, nobody publicized that. So we get mad. Cause we yeah. don't know <laughs> and not, not just the casino area, but also Broadway and other uh, main streets in, in Everett, they get pretty jammed by, by traffic when it comes to rush hour, which is normal. Every city has it, but we saw that exponentially, you know, grow, uh, basically in Everett. So what's the plan for traffic?
1: Yeah. Traffic is a problem everywhere. And I would guess that the lights were set up in order to provide the safety a spot where people, pedestrians could cross safely at some point. Um, But as you mentioned, that traffic kind of spills over into other communities. So I don't think that Everett has done this in the past. And I think what they should do is we should speak with our our bordering communities and try to work out the traffic flow so that it moves all the way through. Because if Everett just looks at Everett and Everett's borders, we only control traffic from point A to point B. But if we interact with Boston, some of all, some of our other communities: Medford, Malden, uh, Chelsea, uh, and Rivera, uh, We can find a way to help traffic flow as smoothly as possible. Uh, part of the problem is more people have cars today than they did before, and we we talked about at the beginning of the show that uh, you know, driver license because yep. people need cars <laughs> exactly. I think that one of the solutions and this is something that we are talking about in Everett, but one of the solutions is to try to get people to use public transportation more. But the reality is until public transportation is more reliable, people are going to be resistant to do that. So we need to work with the state, we need to work with the different agencies to get our public transportation uh, much better than it is now, make it much more reliable, user friendly. And by doing that, we can alleviate some of that traffic. And that's only part of the problem. The other part of the solution rather is working with our neighboring communities to help that traffic flow evenly all the way through. So we don't have all that stop and go. You can get from point A to point B safely and smoothly.
0: O trânsito é um problema em todos os lugares. né? O semáforo, inclusive, eu acho que é uma questão de segurança, que ele está lá, semáforo do cassino. né? Eu não acho que fizeram no passado, mas o importante é falar com as comunidades vizinhas à cidade de Everett, como Boston, Somerville, Malden, Chelsea... Uh, revir. Uh, é possível achar um, uma maneira com que, que esse caminho siga né? e tenha uma fluência uh, entre as cidades. Né? Uh, e as pessoas estão comprando mais carros, as pessoas têm mais carros, né? e uma das soluções, inclusive, é fazer o uso do serviço público, mas para poder fazer o uso do serviço público, você precisa melhorar o serviço, deixar ele mais fácil para o usuário, para que ele consiga uh, ter confiança nesse, nesse, nesse problema. Né? Então, esse é um ponto importante, a maneira de resolver ser essas duas maneiras. Vamos descobrir se o... Ah, para finalizar aqui está fazendo nossa nossa última pergunta, né, antes de deixar as considerações finais, se é a favor ou contra as faixas de bicicleta ou as famosas linhas ali de ônibus, né, que a cidade coloca, algumas cidades colocam, e aí vou deixar mais as considerações finais também para o Sr. Capone. All right, so I said that was the last question, but I was lying. Now it's the last question. <laughs> I'm here all night. <laughs> um, still in traffic. That's why I consider the same question. Right? Uh, still in traffic. Uh, we see different uh, politicians having different opinions when it comes to uh, bringing together bikes and and cars and, or or bus lines or everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see sometimes in a state like this, like like uh, Massachusetts, where we have no. Uh, pretty much uh, a bunch of snow in cold weather and uh, some people they don't agree that you have you put that much uh, bike lanes some people agree some people don't agree that bus there have their own lanes and the whole thing is, is messed up uh, what is your view on, on that yeah. bike lanes no bike lanes
1: I think it's important I think that you have to provide whatever means possible to help alleviate traffic what I don't like what I've seen in Everett is bus lanes and bike lanes went in without public input. That's, and that's where you get your problem. You, you're making a decision that impacts the entire community and the entire community should have an opportunity to weigh in on it. Uh, for example, we have one bus lane that runs towards Boston and the bike lane time is from 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. And there are many businesses on Broadway. I don't think we have a traffic jam at 4 a.m. I've actually spoken to our mayor about reducing the hours of the bus lane because you don't see traffic probably till about 6 a.m. So by restricting parking between four and six, you're hurting local businesses from being able to get deliveries or do what they need to do. And you're stopping residents from having overnight parking. They have to get out and move their car by four o'clock. So I think that's problematic. And then we have a bus lane coming north uh, between four and seven. And there are a lot of businesses there. And uh, my house is right in the mix with that because I'm right on Broadway well, so I see a lot. And I had had said to the mayor that before we implement any kind of a bus lane on that side, we need to have a public meeting. We need to speak to our residents. We need to speak to our businesses to see how this is going to impact them. He assured me that it would happen. And of course it didn't happen. One night at 3 a.m. I heard the spray paint. (laughs) <laughs> and then the next day we have a bus lane uh-huh. and, and that's a problem. You know, government is making decisions for our residents without their input. And that's wrong. We're here to serve the public, not push them aside. And I've seen that for too long. And that's one of the reasons why I'm running.
0: Não, eu acho importante, qualquer coisa seja possível para aliviar o trânsito, né? Essas linhas, é, o problema delas é fazer elas sem falar com o público. É, nós temos uma linha de ônibus, uma linha de bicicleta, que elas têm regulações de horário que saem de Boston, né? E a outra que vem justamente da cidade. É, e ele conversou com o prefeito a respeito das horas, né? Porque são linhas exclusivas, com horários exclusivos, né? E saindo das quatro da manhã. Então a gente não tem um problema de tráfego às 4 horas da manhã, a gente pode ter a partir das 6. Acaba atrapalhando a vida de locais de. de, de negócios locais né, e também trabalhando a vida de residentes que precisam parar o seu carro durante a noite. Então a gente vê isso de uma forma muito comum em Everett. O grande problema é o prefeito ou as pessoas, né, o governo tomando decisões sem que seja consultado então esse é um dos maiores motivos justamente para estar concorrendo a esse cargo público é para que consiga ser consultado, consulte a população né, e ouvir a população, ele mora inclusive é, na Broadway e ele conversou com o prefeito sobre uma linha que seria feita lá né, que não era bom fazer sem falar com as pessoas à noite às três da manhã acabou escutando o barulho de spray pintando a, a rua né, e colocando justamente essa linha de ônibus ali então sem falar com as pessoas, esse é o grande problema e é por isso que ele está concorrendo para poder ouvir as pessoas na hora de tomar as decisões Públicas. bom vamos para a parte final gente vamos escutar as considerações finais do candidato e vamos ver o que ele fala aqui para gente well so now we go to the final part where okay. you with your statement for, for our community there's a lot of Brazilians uh, watching us and they're gonna be watching and, and listening to the cars to this to this podcast um, and I want to uh, give you time so you can talk oh. to, talk to the community okay. and, and say whatever you want to uh, to our Brazilian community.
1: Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I do appreciate the opportunity. And uh, I want to say that uh, we're very diverse in Everett and uh, the Brazilian community is a vital part of our community. We're very lucky to have you. And uh, we in the campaign, I believe the mayor represents everyone and everyone should have a say and everyone's opinion should matter. So if I am fortunate enough to be elected mayor, it's on November 2nd as the election, uh, everyone is gonna have a voice and we're gonna make sure that what you have to say and how you feel comes across is listened to. You're gonna have a city government that's gonna pay attention to your needs and is gonna work with you. I think one thing that we haven't done in our city for a long time is we've neglected our business partners. I think we need to do a better job of helping our business partners so that you can provide services and jobs to Everett residents and uh, we can help each other uh, grow because we're all interconnected and none of us succeed unless all of us succeed. So to all of our Brazilian friends in Everett, uh, please come up and say hello. Our headquarters is at 142 School Street in Everett e, um, we have a website, uh, you can give the yeah, link. Yeah, yeah, to- I
0: can, I have the link over here, uh, for you. eu tenho o um link aqui, tá, pessoal? Perdão, é, para poder acessar, justamente, o site. Pessoal, o Lombardo, o Lombardo is right here. He's helping the campaign, he's behind the cameras. Tá aqui, da, da das câmeras, tá, gente? Ele me passou a mensagem, send me the message. Tá bem aqui, que é o seguinte, é fredcaponeforeverage.com barra info, traço português, traço MIT, traço Fred vai estar no link da descrição tá aqui embaixo no texto tá para o pessoal que está acompanhando é, via YouTube no Facebook também a gente coloca essa, esse link na descrição para que você possa entrar no, no site tem tudo em português lá então você consegue ter uma melhor a uh, situação a respeito a respeito disso
1: ok so and, and that's it I think that uh, I think it's important that every resident feels safe every resident feels welcome that everyone knows that what they say is important and everyone has something to offer. And I think one of the things that that I find that bothers me the most is a lot of us feel like, well, what do I have to say? What can I offer? What does my opinion matter? It does. It does to me. So uh, please, when you see me around town, uh, feel free to come up and say hello and tell me what you think would make effort better for you, for your family, for your friends, for your business. And if I am fortunate enough to be elected uh, on uh, November 2nd, I want you to please reach out to me because the Brazilian community is a vital part of our city and we need to make sure that everyone feels welcome, everyone feels safe and everyone feels that their opinion and their voice matters and is valued and it will under my administration.
0: Eu queria agradecer a oportunidade, queria dizer também que todos, para todos, que a comunidade em Everett ela é muito é, diversa, né? E a parte brasileira, inclusive, é muito importante nessa área, né? Tem muitas pessoas que representam a comunidade brasileira e têm uma opinião muito é, importante. Se ele conseguir ser eleito no dia 2 de novembro, ele quer fazer com que a voz de cada uma dessas pessoas da nossa comunidade seja justamente escutada, né? Que vai ter uma pessoa na prefeitura que vai parar para escutar você e escutar justamente cada um dos seus problemas. Ajudar os donos dos negócios locais para que eles possam ter justamente ali uma ajuda pública que não vem sendo provida para esses donos. Ninguém pode crescer sem que justamente todos crescemos juntos, então tem que ter esse crescimento junto, é importante essa parte da comunidade estar bem ali. Ah, que você se sentir à vontade, se ver ele na rua inclusive, pode falar com ele, falar dos problemas e se no dia 2 de novembro, quando você ter essa eleição, vai ter espaço para as pessoas poderem falar é, com o prefeito. A, atualmente, a parte da na, na, na rua, é, na School Street, tá gente? No 142 da School Street, tá lá o comitê de campanha e todos são bem-vindos para poder lá é, e falar com as pessoas. Uma das coisas que mais incomodam, ele segundo ele, é as pessoas acharem que elas não têm voz, que elas não têm opinião, que elas não têm o poder de fala. Então é importante que elas se sintam em, com relação a falar pela cidade, é, falar com o prefeito, falar com as autoridades. Então fica aí pro dia 2 de novembro, fica também o site que nós passamos para você e vamos nos despedir aqui, gente é, falou uma coisa muito importante, as pessoas têm voz, as pessoas têm opinião. Tem uma frase inclusive que eu acho bem bacana, é É, que é o seguinte até no lixão nasce flor né gente até no lixão nasce flor então às vezes a gente tem que começar a entender isso é, que pode sair coisa boa de qualquer lugar não tem nenhum problema né e isso acho que é uma parte importante do que disse o Fred Capone aqui para nós hoje Fred thank you very much for everything appreciate your time appreciate for coming over here to talk to our community. And I was telling them, uh, a phrase, a quote that I think that's, uh, Matt's a lot of what you say, because you're, you're talking a lot about, you know, freedom of speech and, 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 people have the, the, the power to say things. Right. And there's a quote in Brazil that we say that even from the garbage, sometimes flowers, they,
1: they rise. Yeah.
0: So from anywhere, something can, can come up and, and and show up. So again, thank you very much for everything. Thank you for thank coming you. here.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity. Obrigado. Uh, <risos> boa noite. Uh, thank you. I, I'm I'm honored to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. And please, all of our Brazilian listeners, any of your friends who can vote, please tell them if they want real change that benefits all of us in Everett, please vote Fred Capone on November 2nd.
0: Perfeito. Vamos votar então aqui pedido do, do candidato Fred Capone no dia 2 de novembro. Gente, muito obrigado. Esse foi o Politicast. Eu sou Artur Braga. Fiquem todos com Deus. Um bom final de semana. Ciao.